We do have Drew Davison on the line. If you'd like to hop to him, we'll go back to uh, N- uh, NFL uh, in just a minute. But, Drew, thank you so much for joining us here on uh, Iron Sports. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Drew, uh, this is Ira. I really appreciate you coming on. You must be, I mean, it must be so pumped out in Fort Worth, you know, with TCU in the college football playoff. And uh, I know you just had an article out on your Twitter account about Max Dugan, the quarterback, and about the struggles, the hearts, problems that he had to overcome to get to this moment. Oh, yeah. There, there's no question. Frog fever has taken over Fort Worth here, and people are fired up to see TCU make the playoffs for the first time. They're actually the first. Texas school in there, and, and Max Duggan's really kind of become the feel-good story in town, if you will. Uh, like you mentioned, he had a nine-hour surgery uh, two years ago, kind of during the COVID test. They found a, a irregularity with his heart, so they had to. Uh, the procedure is usually one or two hours. This particular location, it, they took nine hours uh, to complete, but he bounced back from that. Uh, he has benched to start this season, as many know, uh, and now obviously the runner-up in the Heisman Trophy and, and has the Horned Frogs in the playoffs. So certainly uh, TCU's the darling right now in DFW. And your coach, Sonny Dykes, his first year, he came from SMU, and after all those years with Gary Patterson and you bring Sonny Dykes in, what, what, what has he done to this program in terms of being able to, to actually take a team to the coach of a playoff in his first year? Yeah, I mean, certainly a hat tip to Sonny Dykes and and Garrett Riley, the offensive coordinator. You know, Max Duggan, who we just talked about, has really taken uh, two, three, four steps forward, if you will, just in terms of the completion percentage, how the offense is run. Uh, The defense, of course, always had talent, always had speed under Gary Patterson, but going to a 3-3-5 under Joe Gillespie uh, has kind of brought them some new life. And, you know, obviously Gary Patterson's, Track record speaks for itself. Hall of Fame coach, legendary coach, has a statue outside the stadium. Uh, but at some point, you know, sometimes a change of voice is necessary. And Sonny Dykes has kind of just brought that. And, and he was, and, and as a credit to him, he was really able to keep a lot of the roster intact. Where you, you would think a lot of people may hit the transfer portal. Uh, and, and TCU did lose, you know, some high caliber players to the portal last offseason. But for the most part, they were able to keep a lot of the roster intact and and they have a lot of experience a lot of veterans on this team some teams get criticized because they play such close games you are being celebrated i have never seen a team that's been down by so many points on like i guess four or five times this year you thought that the season was over and you won on last plays you it's not just you won on last place you've been down two touchdowns in games and come back what is this resiliency with the the horn frogs yeah, no, it, I mean, it's really, you know, kind of a couple years ago, this team was, I want to say, one in six, one in seven, and one score games. Uh, so they, they were always competitive, even if their record uh, wasn't too pretty at the end of the year. And now they've just kind of found a way to win these games. And I think it goes back to that experience. A guy like Max Duggan being in his fourth season, he kind of knows how to get it done. Um, you know, on the defensive side, they've got, you know, Trey Tomlinson, for instance, who, who won the Thorpe Award, a cornerback, LT's nephew, uh, kind of. So they, they've got some good experience, and they kind of learned how to win. And and, uh, and they've caught, you know, their fair share of breaks just in terms of, you know, the, the ball bouncing their way on, on a turnover or whatnot. So um, so they've, they've certainly had a magical kind of ride. 
uh, and they hope to keep it going. And you have a running back who had seven 100-yard games and a star-wide receiver. Talk a little about the other offensive weapons that TCU has. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kendra Miller, the running back, got over 1,300 yards. He's, you know, kind of their uh, – I know in the segment before talking about Franco Harris, but, you know, just another workhorse, kind of a throwback uh, running back, if you will, just a guy who can carry it 20, 25 times a game. And he's going to get positive yards and, and more times than not. And if not, a pretty nice game. Uh, you know, I think he's averaging over six, seven yards a carry. So uh, he, he's a versatile back. And Quentin Johnson, I don't, you know, he, he's right up there at the top of this wide receiver class. Uh, some people think he could be a top 10 pick. But, you know, he's a guy that Max Duggan can throw the ball up to, throw a jump ball. Uh, most people would say it's a 50-50 ball. TCU thinks uh, the, the, their advantage is even greater than that on some of those jump balls with a guy like Quentin Johnson. The other thing Quentin Johnson does is uh, yards after catch. I mean, this is a physical guy. Uh, he, he's not easy to bring down. He's kind of, you know, made his mark, you know, gaining that those yards after contact. So if TCU, if we wake up on uh, New Year's Day and TCU has beat Michigan, what would happen in the game? How do you see TCU pulling this big upset off uh, over over Michigan? Yeah, I, I, I think two things. First, if it turns into a shootout, I think that plays into TCU's hand because that means they're having success on the offensive side of the ball and, and really able to score and the offensive click. You know, the, some of those cl close one-score games that they've had to rally to win, They've gotten off to slow starts. So if the offense can kind of get going right out of the gates, um, I, I think that bodes well for TCU. And the other thing, you know, if TCU is going to win, I, I think their team speed, their overall team speed, I don't know if Michigan has seen a team uh, with this many weapons, with this fast on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, I know Ohio State will, you know, line up four or five receivers. Um, you, you saw that a little bit with Purdue, but for the most part, TCU, you know, kind of brings a different kind of look than Michigan's seen. I think Michigan has the edge in the trenches, which is a good edge to have, but I think the overall speed uh, could be, you know, kind of the, the key if TCU is going to pull off an upset. Drew, thanks a lot for coming on Iron Sports. If people want to follow you and follow the Horn Frogs, what's the best way on your social media? Yeah, uh, at Drew Davidson. No second D in Davidson. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not the heir to the motorcycle company uh, <laughs> at, at drew davidson and uh I, my work right now is at frogstoday.com thanks a lot drew for coming on really appreciate it